Hello, my name is Brian Reeve. I'm here with Travis Van Dusen. Uh, you're listening to the Small Business Reflections podcast. And um, today we've got uh, something special for you. It's been me running my mouth a, a good bit up until this point. Uh, if you've been listening to our podcast, which I, I hope you have been. Uh, but today we want to kind of just flip the script a little bit and uh, spend a little time talking about uh, something outside of what we think about traditional benefits, uh, and that is really a DISC profile or DISC assessment, uh, which we here at Upstream have uh, some uh, use. Uh, we've, we've entered into that uh, quite a few times, talked about it and a few things, uh, so we'll break that down a little bit. Before I get to that, uh, I want to just take a few moments and uh, kind of talk to my man Travis here. How are you doing, brother? Doing great, man. Doing great. We just had some great food, and now we're uh, gonna have some good conversation. Yeah, that's right. So if uh, if you hear me snoring in a minute, you know <laughs> you'll know why. Uh, it's that Mexican food, and so. Um, but at Upstream, uh, we've been uh, going at it for about twelve years now, and we have primarily focused on um, insurances or employee benefits, and something that we have been trying to. Uh, do and we've had some success at it here of late is uh, focusing outside of that more on uh, leadership development or organizational development and really the goal is is to uh, pull up alongside of small businesses uh, who we primarily work with and try to go beyond uh, just kind of those traditional benefits things like the disk assessment or profile that we'll talk about in a minute uh, which we think is a very valuable tool, a great place to start. But what we're seeing in the business, the small business community, is that um, you know maybe folks have put in these traditional benefits, but they're still running into attraction and retention issues. They're still running into uh, communication issues. They're still running into problems uh, of how to maybe scale or better organize uh, the folks on the inside. And we also think that uh, small businesses should be really paying attention to their their employees um, and not only uh, treating them better but also uh, focused on develop, developing them and growing them and that's where this disc profile comes into play but travis just just take a few minutes here man just tell us a little bit about you know how you got in the room brother yeah so i mean i've got you know over 10 years of experience in aviation management at all different levels and about two or three years into that 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 uh that part of my career, I realized that there was a lot of things missing. There was a lot of uh, misunderstandings, and my growth was solely focused on positional leadership, is like we like to talk about. You know, it was solely focused on having a title, and it was fo focused on having um, you know the, the the ability to to lead through authority. And I and I realized early on as I picked up a a John Maxwell book, uh, The 20, 21 Irrefutable Laws. And I delved into that book. And, and one of the first things they really touch on in that book is, is, is that leadership is, is not a position. It's, 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 a, it's, it's influence. Uh -huh. Leadership is not the, the title that you carry, but it's the influence that you bring into the room. The person who has the title is not necessarily the leader in the room. The leader in the room is the person who, who, who can move the room and, and it can provide influence and can provide, um, can, can move people in, in the direction that they need to be moved. And 
I realized at that moment that I needed to change about everything the way I did things. So I ended up spending two or three years just diving deep into um, anything I could get my hands on leadership related and then um, realized those opportunities to seek out certifications and opportunities for growth and um, ended up going to uh, the Sam Chan Institute, graduating, graduating there. And uh, after that, actually became part of the, uh, the John Maxwell team, I'm a certified Maxwell team now. Um, a couple of years ago and uh, became extremely passionate about not just growing myself, but helping others grow. Um, I'm a firm believer that when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. You know, Brian, you love that quote, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really starts with us as leaders getting better. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I had this opportunity to step into this full time and now stepping into this with upstream of kind of being the, the people developer side of arm of the, of the company and just being, uh, being a resource to, to companies in their, in their, their growth. Yeah. You know, I've had a chance to, to watch you grow and, and seen a lot of these things take place uh, as a friend. Um, and it's been really exciting to see the changes and, you know, I know we don't like this, but the challenges Oh yeah. and the challenges have been really good, uh, for you and, and you've certainly risen, above those and have it uh, to adapt and kind of overcome as we say in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's been good. And we, we certainly appreciate having you here. I think uh, you have definitely made our people better. Um, I'm hearing all the time from our staff of how in, in how much they're enjoying uh, our kind of leadership uh, huddles, so to speak, yeah. in, in the time that we spent together. So it's been very valuable, very valuable for me as well. And uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to see what the future brings and how we can help small businesses in general um, kind of take that next step and go to that next level. DISC is something that we have done um, with our group, and I've seen you do it with other groups. And uh, so we've talked a lot about it, but just maybe tell me what DISC is, Travis. Yeah, so DISC is kind of the cornerstone uh product per se that I, that we like to use and it's really just an entry point in getting to know your team so for a lot of people they're going to be familiar for, with what disc is uh obviously the 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 four four different letters d is dominant i is influencer s is your steady and c is your compliant all those represent different uh styles of personality and the tr- and the reality is we are all a mix of those personalities. Some of those are more dominant. Some of those are maybe more dormant or only showing certain certain uh, situations. And what we do through DISC is we, we're able to provide an assessment that then kind of helps us understand what is your personality? Where, what drives you? What motivates you? But also beyond, and then this is where the, the DISC assessment that we provide is so much different than a lot of the others. Because um, generally you, you take a DISC assessment online uh, you're looking at maybe two or three pages of results. When you get a disc, a disc uh, report from us, you're looking at 29 pages. Hmm. And all 29 pages are full of good information from how do I motivate this employee? How do I, how do I motivate? Um, how, do I, how do I encourage them? Um, what are their strengths and weaknesses? Um, what, you know, what are some of the areas that they sh- that we should lean into that that they should easily grow in, and then what are some of the areas that they're super challenged in? But the idea behind DISC is it's it's an idea of being able to understand who exactly am I dealing with. Too often, 
we all go to work and we we try to put on a face of who we hope our employer wants us to be. And the reality is for a lot of us is that makes us miserable. But when we when we go through the disc process, the, the, the fun part of it is, you know, as people kind of get to share their personalities, number one, they, they get a good kick out of um, what their what their indicators are. But there are also those aha moments, the light bulb moments where suddenly um, someone someone's personality that maybe you saw as a quirk, it suddenly makes sense. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you realize, no wonder you respond the way you do to certain situations. Right. Um, so we use DISC as a tool to get to know everyone on the team and really go beyond that. We're, we're really interested in just getting, helping, uh, leaders get to know their team and how to lead them better. Yeah. I mean, when it was quite funny, the first time that we went through DISC as a team, uh, there were some folks that were going, I don't know if that quite fits me. And as we continue to move through and talk more and more about it, they realized that they were more in line with what the disc than mm-hmm. what they originally assumed. And so, and I, and I, I kind of heard some of these pieces that you were talking about here, but really what, uh, as far as uh, our small business, you know, leaders listening, maybe you can explain just briefly kind of why understanding disc is really essential uh, for them to, to help them be an effective leader in their small business? Well, I mean, I think it's even more important for small businesses because a lot of times you, you have a small team that's trying to do a lot with a little. And oftentimes, uh, and, and when you're looking at larger teams, there's more resources, there's more, there's more uh, people available to do tasks. But when you have a small team, you, you really don't have a whole lot of options. So you're, you're really wanting to get streamlined and understanding who is good at what, who naturally uh, is, is, is talented or naturally has giftings in a specific area. So as a leader, one of the things I'm always looking for is how can I best utilize the talent that's on my team? And oftentimes when we go through DISC, what we come to realize is it, this has just recently happened uh, a couple months back. We went through a DISC, DISC assessment and we did a, a disc workshop with a, with a small team of five. And what they found is that their most outgoing, most social person on their team was literally in the back room all day, like away from everybody, just doing mind numbing work. While they had the person they had in the front answering the phones was probably one of their least sociable people. So what they realized is, okay, maybe there's an opportunity to make some shifts and then some adjustments off of this, knowing this information of, hey, you know what? This person would really enjoy answering phones. In fact, it may feed their soul, while others may just, they would prefer to probably just be left alone and let them work. And the reality is for all of us is, is, is all those things are needed in the workplace. So the short answer is, is we, we begin to know what, what seat on the bus are we need to put our people in, as, you know, as Jim Collins would like to say. We, 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 know where, we know where they can go, and we can begin to kind of have an idea of, of where we're going. And a little bit beyond that would also be um, different personalities need to be led differently. Hmm. Um, the way you approach, like me and you, for example, the way you would motivate me and I motivate you, they're going to look way different. Oh, yeah. Um, and your approach to some people, um, some people you might need to approach with more of a, a straightforward um, uh, mentality, 
Um, there's others, if you come with, at them with a straightforward mentality, they're going to fold like a, a house of cards. Hmm. Um, and guess what? The, the, those, that can literally be on the same team. You know, That's, that is one of the biggest things when you realize, uh, when you talk about the difference between a manager and a leader. A manager looks at everything and treats it all the same. You know, and, but a leader realizes that every single person they come in contact with is going to have to be a, a modified approach. Hmm. Things are going to be different, and DISC just kind of helps you paint that picture. Yeah, I mean, just from a, a you know an organizational standpoint, taking that person uh, and putting them in a place that's better fit increases productivity, uh, increases just happiness and mm-hmm. structure, right? And so, so thinking about that, right, moving those folks around within that team, we know small businesses. Are, are smaller and generally the teams are more intimate. So talk a little bit about how, how that, how DISC really contributes to maybe building a strong and cohesive team within that, that smaller business setting. Yeah, so one of the things we love to do is not just to do the assessments. You know, a lot of people will, uh, will, want, will take an assessment, but really it's the application part that is, is the value. And uh, we, like to take, we like to take teams through what we call a, uh, a DISC workshop. And generally, this is two to three hours. It could be done at one time. It could be done over a period of a couple of weeks. Um, but what, we go, what really is the value that comes from that is just the, uh, the understanding of being felt like you're understood for the first time. Mm. Um, I've heard conversations happen where, you know, even weeks, months after we've gone through a disc workshop where, you know, someone maybe has an outburst in a meeting and you're like, oh, your D is showing through today. Or, you know, or, you know, someone is very social and they're kind of being the class clown. And you're like, oh, man, you know, your eye is it's definitely there. And that becomes a connection point. Sure. Because suddenly it goes beyond like, hey, we just we just we, we work together. Suddenly it's we, we, we know each other. We understand how, uh, how you're wired. And when you understand how you're wired, I mean, that just goes so far. And it, and it helps, you, helps you be able to connect with the people in your team. You know, um, one of the things we always talk about is, is that, you know, we all know of, the, you know, the golden rule. You know, the golden rule is, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And that's a great rule. But, you know, what we like to teach is the platinum rule. And the platinum rule is very simple. It just says treat others the way they want to be treated. Hmm. And, when you, and when you understand DISC and when you understand the process of DISC and you, and you can learn and you understand how your people are wired, you can treat them the way they want to be treated. You can communicate with them the way they want to be communicated with uh, because your awareness of who they are and, and how, they, how they do things is so, is so, so much different. Yeah. I'm pretty sure knowing the personalities of the people on your team that you're working with every day is just invaluable. Mm. Um, you know, knowing the strengths and the weaknesses, not to exploit, but to work with and to better communicate. And so now you have a, a foundation uh, to kind of stand on with your team that's your jumping off point, right? Versus trying to battle within that tension. Instead, I know how to best work with you and be patient uh, if that's the case, right? And so, but one of the things that we know, we know small businesses uh, sometimes also operate with limited resources. So how can, how can leaders really leverage those DISC principles for, uh, for building that team up that you alluded to a while ago and, and how to help them be uh, more cohesive if in, instead of busting the budget, so to speak? 
Yes. Yeah, so, so one of the things that uh, I think this will answer your question is uh, the the value of one of the things that we get to do is there's a page in the report called the uh, the impact page, and it's the power disk is what we is what it's called, and the power disk is something that's really unique to to something that we can provide. And the power disk basically goes through eight major competencies. And we won't, go, we won't get into them here, but those really those eight major competencies really help you to unpack where people are, are naturally gifted. And like I said, when, we, when we're looking at small teams and we're looking at budgets, you don't have a lot of room, wiggle room for putting people in positions where they're not gonna be effective. Mm. So being able to being able to take these assessments and then be able to look at where people stand, where where they are they being used in the best best process. Brian, when we went through this with with your team before I came on, you know, um, you know, you you begin to realize that you know you were actually confirmed in some cases that you had people in the right places, but I think you also started to think a little bit of who, where should I make some modifications on here. Right. Um, you found out who your who your 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 people were. For example, one of the one of the um, the identicators is um, a peacemaker. So you find out who you know who who can work really well with people and kind of keep the room um, calm. The another one is the precisionist. You have a couple precisionists on the, your team, and these are your people who they want they focus on everything being perfect. You know, the information they're data driven. Uh, they don't want to make mistakes. And I mean, in, in the business of what, what we do, you need those kinds of people to be kind of the, obsessed with getting it right. Um, but you also, so, so if you have a team like that, you also know if you have a, a team full of people who are all precisionists, right? You also know that nothing's ever going to get done. <laughs> right. Because they're always going to be so focused on harping on what, what, you know, what needs to get done or getting it done perfectly that no, no one ever moves on. So um, being able to position people well is, is where that success comes with small businesses. Yeah, and I think in that same vein, you know, small businesses can be, can be pretty agile. One of, the, one of the strengths that we think small businesses have over a large business uh, is that they can move and adapt quickly. And so especially as our environment around us have these rapid changes. Uh, so, and we talked a little bit about this at lunch because you were mentioning helping some helping someone try to identify their own personality, and when they make their next hire, mm-hmm. how best, uh, what best to be looking for in other people, so they'll be a good fit. So maybe talk to about some of those kind of navigating those those uncertainties using DISC uh, to to kind of get you through that. Yeah, so really specifically with like the hiring process, you know, we definitely don't, DISC is definitely not a tool we want to use for competency because competency is not really assessed in this situation. But I can give you a great example. Um, I worked with an organization uh, a little while back and there's a team of eight. And on, on that team of eight, and that's including a manager and a supervisor, um, that there was pretty much all eight of them had very similar personalities. And there was not a lot of difference. In fact, three, I think three had one sim- like similar personality. And pretty much all of them were either peacemakers or precisionists, hmm. which means basically they're either data-driven or they're just like, please, God, don't, don't talk to me, you know, kind of people. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they're not overly sociable people. So I went to the, the, the business owner and we were discussing 
wanting to hire a, a customer service individual. Well, as we were kind of going through the process of helping him find a customer service individual, the first person they brought in for an interview had matched the exact same personality styles everyone else on the team. And, and while that person could be a great fit, you know, I encourage them to continue looking because what you sometimes you need is you need an offset in personality. If everybody on the team is, has a dominant personality and everybody on the team is, is a go-getter, only need 30% of the information, hard charger, then you're also going to have a lot of fires to put out down the road because a lot, you're going to have a lot of uncompleted work and a lot of people you know, jumping off the cliff way too soon. Um, so the idea behind this is you can start to look at your team. You know what you have on your team. And then you can also, when you're hiring, start to look for, okay, what kind of personality does this person need to possess, ideally? And, you know, making sure I don't hire all the same personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's diversity in, 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 in thought. Yeah. Um, but all those things are very key in, in our hiring process, in a hiring process. So that's kind of where DISC plays a part. And uh, understanding the team and understanding potential, uh, p- bringing potential people on your team. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier about the, the 29 pages. It is a tremendous amount of information. And I also think that it's enough information for you to then kind of learn or identify key things to be on the lookout for, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not that you have to sit down with your potential new hire and run them through disc you could uh may not be a bad idea but you also can be looking for key indicators Mm -hmm. uh for for some of those spots as well and so and you mentioned peacemaker and you mentioned trying to to create a good dynamic for the team but we don't always get there right and so conflicts happen so how does disc contribute to kind of uh kind of effectively working through that conflict and resolving or coming to a kind of a, a resolution in such kind of a tight quarters uh, in a small business team? Yeah, this is a good question. Um, so so one of the things I think DISC brings forward the, the most is, especially with dealing with conflict, is it allows you to understand how to have uh, potentially conflict-oriented conversations with people. And what I mean by that is that at times... Um, the way you approach someone in a, in a conversation is, is, is really the most important piece. So for an example, if you're approaching someone who's a high D, which is a dominant personality, and you are you know, potentially going to have a, a con- conflict of interest, really what you want to do up front is, is you want to state, before you jump into your long, long-winded you know, response, you need to tell them, okay, you know, what I'm getting ready to share with you, these are the three things. This is, this is affecting three things, you know, and let them know up front how, how, you made, how it made you feel. Let them know here's the facts behind what I'm getting ready to tell you so you, you can grab their attention. Uh, an influencer, you're going to approach them completely different because you, they're going to, you can hurt someone with an, with an influencer. You're, you're worried about hurting their feelings, right? You don't want to target them too much. Uh, and we get into this stuff in the workshops and stuff. And then like a, someone, a steady, which is an S, which is primarily most of, this, most of the world, is, is more of a steady. You know, you have to understand that, that n- most people, over 70, 70% of people, um, they hate conflict. So making sure that you can try to walk into a conversation with people and try to dial back the conflict in the situation, trying to 
trying to find ways to come to peaceful, a peaceful ending, um, is different. With C's, these, these are your these are your contemplators. These are your your data driven people. If you're running into conflict with them, what do you combat them with? You combat them with facts. You don't come at them with how you feel. You don't come at them with your emotions. You come at them with these are the th- these things are happening, and these are unacceptable things. These are facts, um, and those are just a couple of things. We I mean, we could dive so deep into all of them, but when you understand disc and you understand the people on your team, when you got to have a, a tough conversation, you can visit that that disc indicator and kind of say, okay, well, how how should I start this conversation based on their personality? in hopes of getting the best results. Um, so those are just some of the things we can work through. And I, I, man, I've, I've worked with so many different teams through, through being able to say, okay, this is their, their, their disc, man, this is how I'd approach this conversation. It changes everything. It's more work, but it, it changes everything in the way we approach people. Yeah. So as we wrap up here, um, I, I know that, uh, we always try to stay around a particular time. Um, and so, you were the long-winded one today, buddy. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And so uh, he's always giving me a hard time. But, uh, but I, 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 I see a tremendous amount of value in the DISC assessment. And I'll say this because we were talking to a, a, a group uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we mentioned the best place to start is DISC. And the first thing that she said was, well, we've done that before. Yeah. And so, and then you dive in with one more question and go, well, what'd you do with it? And the answer is, oh, well, we just had the assessment. And so the assessment is great, Mm -hmm. but you need to then work through it through this workshop uh, that we offer to help you understand it and, and how to apply it. And then I dare say you should probably come back to that workshop two or three more times, uh, possibly over the next year, just to make sure that you stay focused on it because it's... It's good information, but then if you take that information and you put it in a file cabinet, it's not good anymore. Yep. Right? Because you're just you're gonna forget it, forget how to work together and all these other things. And so it's not expensive, it's it's not complex, it's it's very uh, easy thing to accomplish, very doable. Uh, we put this information in your hands, equip you how to use it and in, in uh, different uh, ways to to roll it out with your team and we help your team understand it as well. So um, any final thoughts that you've got, Travis? No, I mean, I think what you just said there is very important, you know, is, is we, we like cookies on the bottom shelf. We try to keep things simple. We try to make sure that it's available for everybody. Um, but what you said about, you know, a lot of people are going to listen to this potentially and say, oh, I've done DISC in the past. or I've had an assessment done in the past. And I think that, you know, that, that's where there's a, a bit of confusion. Uh, I just recently, literally uh, less than a week ago, was doing a, a training seminar and we one of the things that we always touch on in the beginning is disc doing an overview and the 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 hr representative that was there was basically told me we don't need anything from disc i'm tired of disc we've heard about disc we've had this happen so many times and i said well let me touch on it just a little bit and within about 15 minutes into my presentation he basically said continue give it all and it was because the way we do it is way different than the way a lot of people do it it's not, it's not enough just to say, here's the results. We're going to tell you, how do you apply it? How do we use it? By the time you're done with us, you're going to, your, your, your small business, your small team is going to understand how to work and function together as a team at a, at a, at a better rate. So ultimately, that's our goal. So I would encourage you to not just 
take it at its face value. It's disc on steroids is what I like to say. It's disc took into the next level. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you mentioned my quote earlier. I love it, man. Uh, and that is, you know, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so when one leader gets better, all leaders get better. Your business gets better. And that's our goal each week to, to try to figure out a way um, or, or every other week to figure out a way to, to help you reflect and, and be better uh, to grow your business. So we appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. And uh, tune in next time. Be well.